Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. Hello, I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, babe. I, um, I'm still absolutely milking every moment of sun that we have. Yeah, I, I feel you. Mil- milking the sun, milking the um, getting out there, out and about. Feels nice, doesn't it? It really, really does. So I had a lovely walk at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I think we said last week, just, just that look on people's faces. I mean, mm-hmm. just seeing people's faces is lovely and not just virtually, but just that there seems to just be like an unspoken positive vibe, which yeah. I, I'm all for. How about yourself? Yeah, same. I mean, uh, well, I did my first uh, night out before we recorded last week, but then I went out a couple of times more than that. Uh, uh to see some friends and stuff. I did my rowing at the weekend. We went to the pub. Yeah, just all, all feeling all feeling pretty, pretty positive. You, you, you've been doing some filming as well, haven't you? Yes, I've been doing a little bit of filming. Um, which... how's, that, how's it been going? You, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. So I've had a few <laughs> weeks away, um, but now I'm back. And uh, yeah, it, it's nice to, for us, we've been following our restrictions since kind of TV's um, rules and restrictions were put into place I think back in August mm. um, not much has changed for us really in terms of the last week or two since um, things have lifted up because we've been doing things under uh, our guidelines but um, no j- just nice to, to be busy everything's always a little bit nicer in the sun I uh, went to a famous chicken shop the other day uh, right. not for work um, and my lemon and herb, which I've been craving. But again, all done. But I mean, that's the level I'm at. I'm a lemon and herb boy. I hold my hands up. I, I, <laughs> I can't go any higher up the scale. I tried. That's what you enjoy. Fine. Exactly. It's, uh, it, it was. Uh, it's the small things in life. To see that alumi coming over and that spicy <laughs> rice, and I've, what I've needed. Um, yeah. So I'm taking great, great comfort in in them in them little moments. Yeah, I think I think we all are, aren't we? It's um, it's been it's been nice. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, how how is filming been? Because obviously you had a bit of a break, didn't you? So mm. um, so how has it been back? Yeah. So I went back. I'm trying to think of what the so Sunday nights episode when I first went back. Um, it very much kind of just picked up where I'd left off after after the break and gone back to the madness <laughs> <laughs> that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Still no real change. Um, I can't actually, it's such a bizarre situation regarding um, my ex and where we're at now um, that I I, I literally, I can't give it the headspace anymore because how how many times can I sit there and say what so many people already know? Um, But yeah, it's it's bizarre. Um, I did... um, Try to almost just have have a one on one sort of try to have a chat again to no great avail. Not not much was really gained by it, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, but at least you did that. I mean, that's a good thing, right? You've got sometimes you've got to try and grab the ball by the horns. In this case, yeah. the ball's not playing ball, but you know, <laughs> you know, at least you tried. I, I tried, and you know, the thing is with me, I I'm such a I'm a I'm a big believer in just moving on in life. I don't ever wish anyone harm. This subject to me was was history. It was so long ago, so far ago. It's not even saying that I had 
any faults about. I, I gave it no no headspace. It, mm-hmm. it just was just gone. It was seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, it, it just all become very weird when we started filming this series that everything had been bought up and then history had been rewritten. Um, uh, who knows? We've still got a few weeks left of the series. So, uh, as we always say in Taryn, I know you know, <laughs> as a journalist who's interviewed a lot of us over the <laughs> never say never <laughs> is probably one of the most famous lines that watch this uh, space, right? Watch this space, absolutely. Um, would I like everything to, to be amicable and, and civil? Absolutely. But this, I, I think then possibilities are kind of not likely mm-hmm. just like once olive branches are reached out and things still don't kind of take a civil tone it's kind of, it just becomes a little bit hard but i just think sometimes you have to deal with the situation and learn to <laughs> i don't know what... to get on with it to get on with it i guess like, get but... on with it to yeah just yeah, yeah but as I'm, I'm i'm sure in weeks to come that's left of the series We'll have more to talk about regarding it and wherever we're at with it. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but not- I, I, feel, I feel for you, Bob. I wouldn't want to have to do the same. I mean, it's very, it's, yeah, I mean, good Lord. What, what, what a thing to have to deal with all these years later. But, you know, you're doing it and uh, you're having a good time still. I mean, despite that, so. Yeah, despite that. And, and obviously, apart from that situation, it's just lovely to, to be working again and keeping busy, mm. you know, like, as we've as we've always said like for us we're, we're so grateful that we've still managed to do this show with each other virtually through the lockdown and, and keeping busy and having them things I know you're the same with your rowing and your work mm. um it, it's just good it, it's good for people's mind to be busy in whatever it is you're doing um so yeah always trying to take a positive <laughs> vibe from sometimes not a positive situation yeah yeah well it, and exactly and I think if there's something that we've all learned this year it's exactly like you said is to try and do that you know like I was enjoying my weekend walks when we couldn't do anything else. And that was the one thing I look forward to, but you know, now, now things are changing and it's, uh, it feels good. So yeah, well, more power to you, Bob. I think um, you're a better, better man than I am. <laughs> oh. I definitely couldn't be so kind and, and, you know, whatever about the situation. So, uh, so well done. You. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Have you had a little look at the showbiz news this week? What's it saying to you, Steve? Of course. I mean, first of all, I mean, there was obviously we spoke last week. It was a bit, uh, a bit of a sad week for celebrity news, but we did yeah. have um, Prince Philip's funeral over the weekend, um, which I was rowing when it actually was on, but watched a little bit drunk on on Saturday night. Got in and was like, I'm going to watch this because you know I'll need to know what happened for for work and probably for this and whatever. And just for me, I like I like moments in history. You know, it was a big big moment, um, and it was very interesting to watch. I think particularly for royal watchers, the whole situation between Harry and William, and uh, you know, no Meghan being there, that probably made things slightly easier for Kate. Um, and and then now the talk is that they they are kind of back in touch. So, I mean, that's kind of nice. Uh, if, if one good thing can come from that situation that the brothers are talking again, that's probably a positive thing, isn't it? Absolutely. And um, I, I guess we, we will see as time goes on, if that relationship can be worked upon. Um, but I think in a weird way, Megan not being able to travel, I guess being so heavily pregnant, probably in a weird way has worked out for the best for that situation because that kind of had the possibility of taking 
everyone's attention, what they're all doing, yeah. if she had have been there. Um, but I, I saw photos of the Queen, which was like a really a sad photo to see mm. her sat there, bless her. Um, and yeah, like you say, history, absolutely just sad, sad times. Yeah, a, a, a definitely a moment in time, you know, longest longest serving consort to a monarch. I think they were married for 73 years, long, long time. Uh, but yeah, it's actually quite interesting what you said about Meghan, because I think people forget that like when you get married... I, I think this quite often. When you get married, you don't actually become one person. <laughs> you are two separate people with two different opinions and mindsets. And, you know, you, have, you get married for a reason. You love that person. And that's great. But, you know, sometimes, and in this circumstance, probably that, it's actually quite good for William and Harry to be able to speak without their wives on as brothers you know, without wider family, without all of the, the other people's opinions and stuff who can get involved. And I think, yeah, obviously Megan's pregnant. That's the reason she couldn't come. And that's a completely valid reason during a pandemic, of course. Well, I mean, even not. I mean, if you're heavily pregnant, you don't necessarily want to get on an airplane. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it was I think it was interesting. And it's going to be interesting to watch what happens next and see how their relationship develops going forward. So, Has anything more been said? I, I know there's been talk that they're going to be releasing a, a statue mm. in tribute of Diana, which obviously the boys have, have been heavily involved in, I'm guessing, as it's mm -hmm. them. Um, I wonder if, if Megan will be joining for that or... Well, she's... So I actually do know a bit about this because I've been writing about it at work. Um, so the um, she she is about... No one actually knows specifically, but roughly people think six to seven months pregnant now. The statue is due to be unveiled on Diana's 60th uh, birthday which is at the beginning of well the anniversary of her 60th birthday which is um, the beginning of July so she will have either just given birth or be just about to give birth so the chances are that she probably wouldn't the, the pandemic will still be going on mm. even if it's <clears throat> much lessened um, so it's going to be unlikely that she'll uh oh sorry if you can hear an ice cream van outside it's just going past um <laughs> it's unlikely that she'll be that she'll come back for that as well so um so yeah it's gonna be it'll be another opportunity for the brothers to to come together for what i think would be probably a really important moment absolutely i mean and i don't have siblings but regardless of family and who they are i i think after the, the last few months and the Oprah interview, I think it's really important for them to have that kind of time. To I really hope they did have a chat either mm. before or after the funeral when they can build bridges, especially for this massive moment for the Diana statue, because obviously none of us really know, but I'm sure she would be devastated at the situation of them not talking or of the, the fallout. Out, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just hope that bridges can be built and that nothing is too irreversible 100 percent, totally on board with that there was uh, there was another interesting story this week did you read about demi lovato and the frozen ice cream yes yeah, so <laughs> it, as her dms have been leaked to this to this shop is this right yeah correct so she uh, she basically complained that some of the language that they use around sugar-free uh products were were triggering for someone like her who suffered with an eating disorder um, which obviously led a lot of people to then say, well, you know, diabetics can't have sugar. It is a valid dietary choice. It's not just um, as in your diet, you know, you're not on a diet necessarily. It's just a, uh, something you have to do. Um, and then in the 
process she kind of got highly involved in dming them saying you don't want to mess with me and all this kind of stuff which have then been leaked so not not that her you know opinions are invalid and there's definitely something to be said about uh, diet culture and and the uh you know all those kind of things um but to get vaguely threatening with a brand saying you know don't mess with me uh, i don't know yeah. makes me feel a bit uncomfortable like you know tr trying to take down a small business small fam i believe it's a family run business um and then she went on to say and actually by the way i was really upset with your service as well um and things like, like that like a ps at the end yeah 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 <laughs> oh, actually i've just thought about this <laughs> And actually, I think, you know, probably over here, we don't know Demi Lovato that well. I don't think she's like a huge, huge star. But I mean, have you ever had anything like that happen where you've been like... Probably out with uh, yogurt shops. Yeah. Ever <laughs> 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 gone into a hagen and uh, been upset. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I don't know if this is something that happens often. I don't know. No, and, and I think indirectly, just regarding them so quickly, in a really weird way, I'm guessing the PR off the back for this small business and brand is indirectly, she's given them more clout than they ever would have had before. So it's We certainly would never have been discussing this LA yoghurt shop, if frozen yoghurt shop, if it wasn't for this event, right? So, no, I mean... absolutely not. And uh, like you say, it's, it's, a, it's one of them situations where obviously she clearly feels passionately about where she's coming from with it but then there is that other side where the diabetic side and mm -hmm. the the requirements but um in terms of trying to deal with it over dms and so oh, it, it's uh it's definitely a modern day gone are the days of picking up a pen and paper and writing a letter yeah. uh, I think. right to trading standards or something <laughs> yeah like. uh or, or or even sending an email now seems old-fashioned yeah it, it does it's yeah. all about just sliding into them dms mm -hmm. um but yeah interesting to so i wonder how the how the dms ever got leaked mm, i'm assuming you know, this is just an assumption that it has somewhat, something to do with the brand or someone that knows the brand. Um, but I guess, I guess we will we'll never know. Really. Did they ever put out a paglet, uh, a paglet, a public statement after? I don't think so. But they did. I mean, they were they they responded to her quite reasonably. Like their responses were quite like you know, one of the products they were like, we don't stock this anymore. That's an old picture. You know, it was a bit. It was a bit like. They seem quite reasonable and she seemed quite over the top. But, you know, can't take away the way she feels, you know. It's just whether no. or not you use your power for good or ill and, you know, screaming at the top of your lungs about a small shop. Even if you did have bad service once, I mean, like, it's not it's not the end of the world. Is it? I, don't, I don't know if maybe it's something that, like, Americans class as more important. Like, I certainly would not, unless it was really terrible, unless they literally told me to F off or something like that. Like, I don't think I would take to social media. I'm trying to think if I ever have. I probably have. And don't go through my Twitter and look. I may have done it before. <laughs> and I think the thing is, though, regarding that, just before we move on, I think, like you say, the the fact, by the almost the afterthought of the service thing, being, if this was solely just about service um, and how she felt, but it doesn't seem to that there seems to be a mix of is it about that you, yeah. you've had a bad experience or is it the product? Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, 
Well, it makes you think, be careful who you send DMs to, because you just never know how, how and when they're going to end up leaked. Uh, I mean, I dread to think some of the things I've said in private messages when I've been drunk. Um, I, would, I hope they never get leaked. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a funny one. Like, like, like we said, we'd, we'd be talking about her or this ice cream shop if she hadn't have put it on social media and then it gone to, like, the top story on the Mail Online. Probably not. So <laughs> the funny world of social media that we live in. Yeah, indeed. There was a, there was one other thing. Obviously, we, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of Strictly stars um, come on the show over, over the months. And uh, actually, we haven't had OT, but OT's now revealed that she's not going to be coming back um, for well, she's going to do the next series, but this will be her last. So the 2021 series in the uh, autumn will be her last. I think she'll be really missed, weren't she? I mean, she won the last two series with Bill Bailey last year and uh, Calvin Fletcher the year before. Um, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, definitely, like you say, I think really sad. Not only she, she lifted the trophy two years on the bounce, um, the announcement, I think, has probably come as a little bit of a shock for everyone, because when someone's that strong a professional on a show um, mm. and a household name, but... Um, I guess whether it coincides with her new job, the, the masked dancer, I know that there's been speculation maybe that a lot more job offers have been coming in and because of that, but she apparently made a comment saying, but honestly, as a woman, I can't be dancing forever. Which I kind of think is a little bit sad. Keep, keep, keep dancing. Well, look at Anton Debeck, you know, I mean, he's in his he's 50s. still dancing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, get that, I get that maybe you think in your, in your head, maybe, you know, physically it might get more difficult the older you get you know that's just a, f a fact of any a sport fact, isn't yeah. it like and maybe she thinks like that I, I wonder if it's because once you've won twice you're probably not going to get the top-notch partners again maybe and she's a uh, bit oh, she yeah. might think that well what's the point now because I'm only going to be given the duff partners you know the the ancient old coronation street actor or something and she thought well you know maybe now it's the Now's the time to, to move on, maybe, maybe. But then when we first saw Bill Bailey on the show, I think people in the very first few weeks didn't hold out much. And certainly True. not a lot of people was calling him on to be the winner. No. Um, it was completely like, a, a, yeah, a shock, really, how, how amazing he was. So I guess sometimes it's not even an age thing, but I wonder if she now feels, you know what, Let, let's make this a hat-trick, let's go out on a high. So I'm sure she's going to be... And what a lovely way to go out and end your career on Strictly, to, to win three years on the trot and then say, right, I'm it's, off, see you especially, later. Especially when your sister's the chief judge, the head judge. I mean, Motsi is her sister and, you know, it's been... <laughs> She happen, happens to have been the judge both years she won. No, I don't think there's any favouritism, <laughs> but I mean, she has had really good, you know, dancers and partners. So, so yeah, I mean, more power to her, but I don't think it'll be the last we see of her on TV. So Definitely um, not. Definitely we'll not. To keep an eye out. Uh, well, uh, I forgot to mention at the top of the show uh, who our guests are this week. We have uh, from the Circle Series 2, we, we, Series 2, we've got Brooke and uh, Beth, um, and they have got a new podcast. So we're going to talk to them uh, about that in a second and we also have Ellie Diamond uh, finalist from this year's UK Drag Race uh, but uh, Brooke and Beth are here now so let's get them in. Amazing. Hello. Hi. How are we doing? Good All how are good, you? Thank you? Really good thank you really good thank you for joining us this evening you're both looking uber glam. 
thank you. Yeah, you know you... I had to put the wig on for you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I think you've got that good light. Someone's, you've been getting those, you've got a nice circle light or, or circle, very good. Or, or, you know, some nice open window or something I'm seeing. You know, you're both looking gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thank you. <laughs> How is everything going? Talk to us. Really, really good. I mean, me and Brooke have started with an amazing new podcast and we're absolutely loving it, aren't we, Brooke? We are absolutely loving it. You know, we're just saying it how it is. <laughs> and that's the name of our podcast. As usual, yeah. <laughs> and how did the podcast come about? Well, me and Brooke obviously met on the circle, but didn't really get to speak on the circle much, but then got this amazing friendship off the back of it. And we just have these like two hour long phone calls where we'd basically just say it how it is. And we're like talking about everything and putting the world to rights. And I was thinking, do you know what? we would be amazing doing a podcast together. And when I put it to Brooke, she was like, Beth, I was thinking the exact same exact thing. same thing. <laughs> I just wish we hadn't done it sooner, really. The things that we've talked about and the things that we've experienced after the circle, we've got enough content to last, to last a life, like a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you've got some, you've got some pretty interesting guests. Uh, I read you've got uh, Rogan O'Connor um, uh, coming yeah. up. And, and well, he's just... Or have you done it already? Sorry, we did that, yeah, and the episode went live on Monday and we talked okay. about mm-hmm. OnlyFans. So this so... is actually what I wanted to, to say to you because I think yeah. there's, this, there's a whole, um, and we, I've discussed it with people who've done reality TV before, right, about mm-hmm. how OnlyFans has become a real uh, money spinner, a way, to, a way to earn a living, right, once you've finished doing yeah. a reality show. What do you make yeah. of, the, of that whole thing and what did he have to say for himself? Because he's from Ex on the Beach, right? Stephen, if I didn't have morals, I'd be raking it in. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Run my morals. <laughs> but do you know what? <laughs> yeah. be, there's money to be out. made. There's money to be made. <laughs> Honestly, Once we but I just... Sorry, yeah. Once we no, spoke on, to Rogan, I'm very much like, nah, it's not for me. But if you want to get that coin, go for it. But once I spoke to Rogan, I was like, Brooke, I've changed my mind a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do a double act? And I was like, do you know what? He's making in tens of thousands of pounds a month. And I'm sat here like, well, how are we? We could be doing this. There were two spots on it. What does he have to say? Well, we asked Rogan, obviously, because he'd been doing OnlyFans before it was even a massive thing. But he said he kept it quite quiet because it's quite taboo. Um, but so he was just posting pictures that he posted on Instagram on OnlyFans and he was getting money for it. But now he's having to tone it down on Instagram and then get a little bit saucier, if you will, I see, um, I see. on OnlyFans. Yeah. But he... If you know Rogan, Rogan does not give a fuck about anything. He's not shy. He doesn't care. But then I did ask him, you know, do you think this is something you'll regret in life when you're like 50, when you have kids? And he was like, shit, Brooke, like I didn't really think of that, you know? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the I think- fear is, is it's like, like, yeah, exactly that. You don't necessarily always know where your career or your life is going to take you, right? Yeah. And if someone's mm-hmm. got a screen grab of, you know, you having a wank in the shower. That's what I mean. <laughs> so it could be, it, could, it, might, it might not end well, but then also you could end up making money off it for the rest of your life. So yeah, it could set yourself, you could set yourself up for life really. Mm. 
but you've yeah. got to, I think I think you've got to be like a special kind of person to think if this gets out I'm not going to be bothered mm. whereas for me yeah. I think I would be like mortified in case my granddad seen us with me arse and tits out I'd be like no yeah. do you know what I mean that's not for me granddad's eyes and I just feel like that kind of shit would happen to me so I think Rogan owns it he's a dream boy he looks good with his clothes off and he kind of mm-hmm. rocks it and I think that's the kind of person you have to be to be on there for me I just couldn't do it I don't think and no. I think definitely through through the lockdowns in the last 12 months, I think a lot more people are speaking about the OnlyFans platform. Mm. And I think it mm-hmm. is definitely growing. Like a lot more people are, are a part of that world now and are quite openly, like you mentioned, in the early days, I think there was a lot of shame when people... Mm. What yeah. Whereas now I think people are absolutely owning it. And when you're putting that kind of content out there, you've just got to own it. Of course, but you can't yeah. be you can't be shy yeah. about it. But I think there's like loads of random stuff on there as well. Brooke was saying that like this woman goes on there and just farts and like Dothy's really (laughs) and I was like, What? What do you mean? She just No, she does. She does does these really oily farts in her work uniform. I think she works for like FedEx or something, and then she just like you know how you just like it was on twitter okay but there's a niche for everything isn't there now yeah absolutely. definitely absolutely so, 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 us to judge exactly yeah exactly. and you know if you're getting that coin then then go ahead and so brooke is this the kind of thing you're discussing on the podcast then so yes, we're talking all things OnlyFans. We're also talking about dating, relationships. We've actually got Mary and Maya from Selling Sunset joining us, talking about, you know, being successful businesswomen and being mothers, or Mary, for example, dating a younger man or dating mm-hmm. a foreign man at the same time. So we're literally talking about everything and anything. Awesome. Yeah, we actually had Mary on our show just last week. Uh, she, she's I saw great. That. She's like, she, <laughs> yeah. she, she, she's, um, she, she's a good laugh. Yeah. I love a little bit of Mary. What other guests have you got coming up? So, so do you have, is every ep a different guest or is it some eps just yourselves chatting and putting the world to rights? So, so it's we... just me. Sorry, Brooke. No, go on, go this on. is a problem we've got that much to say we'll always talk all over each other but some episodes are just me and Brooke talking um just like we're having a conversation on the phone um we didn't want it to be always guests but we do invite mm-hmm. guests on when we feel like they could really add to the episodes so um we've got a few episodes coming up in the next few weeks one talking about sugar daddies and sugar babies which was just me and Brooke mm-hmm. talking about our opinions and experiences so it's a nice mix and we've got it's a nice sprinkle of special guests and then just our conversation as well. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, it sounds sounds like uh, sounds like a great listen. Very similar to what we're doing, actually. Very. Yeah. If you need another guest, yeah. Need another guest. So, so uh, obviously, yeah. You mentioned earlier that you guys, uh, well, I was going to say met on the circle, but that's not technically right, is it? It's, yeah. it's like you, you 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 got to know one another. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, what what did you make of the the most recent series and and uh, and how that went down? Right. Well, for me, after going on the circle, <laughs> reality TV is absolutely ruined for me. Like, I can't watch the circle now without hearing the little producer's voice. Like, 
what do you think about this? Mm. Or this is, like, I can't do it. Like, it's just so annoying. But this year's circle was a lot more strategic, a lot more tactical. They were a lot mm. more savage. Whereas my season with yeah. Beth, we're all having all these friendly chats, like, oh, Scholar Squad, and, you know, Kumbaya, oh, Sparkle yeah. Family. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we were, like, voting people or rating people like based on like if you like them or not and you weren't mm-hmm. doing it for strategy you were doing it because you like that person whereas mm-hmm. I feel like this one was very strategic and also more like a catfish hunt but in saying that great tv mm-hmm. but for us it is spoiled a little bit because we know what's going on behind the scenes but I, yeah. feel, I think they had to evolve it and there had to be more twists and turns and they definitely give with that have yeah. any of the cons- any of the contestants from this series reached out to either of you for any kind of advice or have you spoke to them? Oh God, we're having, so we actually had Joey yeah. on our podcast as well, talking about the reality of reality TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we've spoken to a lot of them, like most of them, if, if yeah. anything. And it's very interesting to hear their opinions on the whole circle experience yeah. because obviously when Beth and I did it we were live so then we came out to all the oh, madness yeah. the crazy whereas theirs obviously they filmed it six months ago kept it quiet and then they were reacting to like you know the tweets the trolls of this at the same time as it was airing so mm-hmm. they've had a very different experience to us yeah 100% I think I thought I would have preferred it that way but actually now looking back I actually prefer it the way we had it because I think mm it would be hard to watch yourself and know that the whole of the world or the whole of the UK are watching at the same time and you can't take back what you've said or done and it's frustrating. Mm. Whereas by the time we come out, all of the audience had reacted the way they needed to, mm. trolled you if they had to, and by the time we come out, they were just interested in seeing what we were going to do next. So in yeah. that respect, I think it was better for us. Yeah, do, no, do you think, um Do you think that it's a bit like, quite often with reality shows, the longer they go on, the more people who sign up to them are very clued up about how they work, right? Mm. So I think probably the first series of The Circle, everyone was a bit like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't even understand how this works. Second series, you know, you guys probably had seen a bit of the first series. Maybe you hadn't watched the whole thing, but you yeah, kind exactly. of understood it a bit more. Now, do you think that people are savvy to it? And like you said, they're, they're, they know what they're doing when they go in. Do you think it's kind of making it less of an exciting show or...? Yeah, a bit more fame hungry the people who are in it sort of thing definitely I think when I went on there I'd applied and I was a huge mega fan of series one I was like oh my god yes this is a bit of me like it was the reality show but it wasn't like Love Island where everyone's in their bikinis and that don't get me wrong I love Love Island you know I love a cheeky job for a chat (laughs) but this was different it was a social experiment so I loved it and I applied for it but after watching season three where everyone's tactical you know they had their notepads you know they were so savvy and clued up they literally studied season one one and two and knew what to do so I don't think I would have applied after watching season three just because it seemed it didn't seem as fun it was more Mm. strategic tactical and you know hard yeah yeah I I agree with that definitely as shows go on the more series and the the more years that they're on air I think people like you say sit and study it they know what they want to get off the back of it and Mm -hmm. there's a lot more game plan I mean I know with the circle Mm -hmm. you, you could say the whole thing can be a game especially if you're going in there to be a catfish from the belt like your calls that the whole thing's a game yeah but I think yeah. sometimes it can become slightly less organic and people's mm. motives is just a little bit more um just pure strategy and just like that they're yeah, having 100%. it like you say the pen and papers out <laughs> they know what they're, the, the before they're even in there yeah, yeah. exactly because I think the people experiment side of it and the social experiment, you want to see 
that the more organicness of it would you agree yeah exactly 100 it takes the fun out of it a bit i think when you're going in there you've got everything written down you know exactly what your day-to-day plan is going to be which is what i thought some of the players did it doesn't i think it translates and i felt like the fun was taken out of it a little bit and when i went in there i was a catfish and then i went in as joyce i got a second chance and i was a catfish again but i went in there with no game plan i'd watched two episodes episodes of the first series and I didn't have a clue what I was doing I had got I got casted for it really and yeah. I thought oh why not um and I was just kind of winging it and I feel like a lot of us were doing that and I feel like it does translate and it's the same with Love Island you know what's going to happen we'll all watch it but it does get a little bit predictable when it's kind of you know that people have kind of done their research are coming in for like that reason do you know mm-hmm. what I mean Basically, yeah. yeah, when you watch Love Island, you're like, right, when's Castle more happening? Like, yeah. you know it's yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whereas if you watch if you watch the first series, did they even have a Castle more in the first series? No, like, they oh, didn't. Yeah, exactly. No. So it's like, you know, it's like producers have to switch it up to make it interesting to watch, yeah. but then it also, yeah, mm-hmm. you get more fame-hungry people that... Yeah. Certainly in Love yeah. Island. Oh, it's a bit like um, Married at First Sight in Australia. It's like we're everyone that's watching it isn't knows they're not going to get together at the end of it it's like yeah. but it's like they're just watching the process right and it's a bit like that with love island and maybe it'll get like that with the circle but what did you think exactly. about, um, about uh, uh natalia as the the winner do you know what it was nice to see a woman win for once yeah <laughs> fair. although she wasn't part, playing as true. a woman that's true oh, oh my <laughs> i'll give you that i'll give you that but if i'm completely honest my thoughts is i'm, I'm super happy for, for natalia we've spoken to mm. her she's so lovely um i think that manrika must be absolutely pissed obviously she thought felix was real and the reason natalia won is because she rated him high so i'd be yeah. burning if i was manrika that's i'll keep it 100 hit. but yeah <laughs> But I'm super happy for Felix slash Natalia. And in mm. terms of reality TV now, girls, would you would you ever do any other shows if the opportunity come along? Or you've mentioned that it's kind of ruined for you watching reality TV now because you know there is that influence a little bit with producers. Where, where, I think it's it's ruined but I think sorry Brooke I think for me I loved the whole process and the whole behind the scenes and the way it was like I loved all that and I actually loved being on tv I went very naively now if I went on a Mm -hmm. reality tv show again I'd be a bit more savvy I'd still be myself but I would know that there's always a bit of a narrative that the producers have got there and they're going to push certain characters and I would just go with the flow a bit more I think for me when I was on the circle I was getting frustrated because I wasn't getting the chats that I wanted and it was yep. really kind of bugging us and spoiling my experience because I was like why won't you give us the chats but now when I look back it was so that I would get blocked so I could go in as a different player so I think I would ride the wave more but I would definitely go on tv again I absolutely love it mate yeah Absolutely. And like I like Beth said, it's been ruined for me, but hey, that ain't stopping me, baby. All I can say <laughs> is that uh, I will be on your screens again very soon. So stay tuned for that. I can't Ooh. talk about my much of that. Oh, yeah. spell a bit of Taybrook. Tell us where can we see you? <laughs> In what sense? It's going to be on ITV too, but I really can't talk about it much. But it is... Um, yeah, just you okay, just gotta there's stay tuned. There's something coming up. We've got. It's not Love up. Island. It is not Love okay, Island. Okay, that was what I was thinking. I was like, okay, you've just been talking about Love Island, and yeah. no. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, that's exciting, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the good thing about once you've done a bit of TV, and if if people like you, you can you never know where it might end up, right? Exactly. Look at Bob. I mean, look at Bob for God's sake. <laughs> oh, we love Bobby. 
<laughs> all those oh. years later. <laughs> there I'll be with my lovely football family. Yeah, that's what we like. <laughs> How has kind of the 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 sort of the pandemic this last sort of couple of months been for you and are you how are you feeling now about things starting to open up and be a bit more normal mm, it's been hard I'll let you go think. first sorry Brooke again um it's been hard I think at the beginning it was a bit of I mean not novelty because it was a serious situation but I think people were like oh you know how long is this going to last but I've struggled I'm not going to lie since about Christmas I thought when is this going to end I you know I got in a relationship at the beginning of lockdown um and we've had our whole relationship in my parents' house because we were going to move out. And that has just been a massive strain. Um, yeah. Luckily, we're going to be moving out now. But I just think, like, we've not had the opportunity to go on dates and go on holiday and, like, enjoy life and work's been affected. And it's just been really difficult. So now that everything's opening up, I just feel like life's starting again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. See, and I'm super happy for Beth. But I'm low-key like, oh, I don't want things to open up because I've been hibernating, guys. Like... I don't have to put a wig on. I've been saving money. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I'm gutted about is that I didn't buy a treadmill before because no gym's been open has taken a a toll on me. Okay. Like I've been, I've been hefty this lockdown. So (laughs) now you have been incredible, bro. Yeah. To be fair, you look great. (laughs) Yeah. From here onwards. Yeah. (laughs) That's the good thing about, about Zoom calls, isn't it? You know, no one has to see any more than you want them to. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I know that's a good thing yeah it's actually quite interesting that you say about about trying to deal with the relationship though like has that do you think it has been genuinely quite affected then by obviously you've got like you said you got together with him at the beginning right so it's mm-hmm. been an odd time to date it is it is we met at uh, in February we had two dates before lockdown and then we had to just FaceTime and then um, when we could we basically spent time together and then he basically just moved in mm-hmm. so we kind of went from just dating to like moving in together and you know I think it does kind of show that we can stand the test of time because I think a lot of my friends have struggled in their relationships and a lot of kind of new relationships have broken down and don't get me wrong I don't know how Connor's dealt with me because my god I have been a nightmare and he's still here he wants to live with us so he's a good and he's a keeper job done uh, <laughs> um, well well thanks both of you for for joining us this evening really appreciate it and uh where can we find the podcast so you can find say it how it is on all major platforms at say it how it is pod on instagram twitter and facebook fab well thank you so much ladies Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Bye, girls. Bye. 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 Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. What, uh, what lovely girls. I think um, it's obviously, yeah, I think meeting on the circle must be a bit of an odd one, right? Because you don't really know who you're talking to. Um, but, yeah, they seem to have made it work for them as a friendship, they right? seem to have made a lovely little friendship. And yeah. um, it's always interesting to hear someone's opinions on it that has been in the show and then another series has been out after and how they view it differently. Yeah, I guess you've never had the opportunity to do that with Towie. I suppose there's been the Mummy programmes, haven't they, that have kind of had spin-offs, but it, they have a bit of a different vibe to, to Towie, aren't they? So, yeah, interesting. Um, well, we have a little bit of a game to play before I'm our next guest, Ellie, joins. Oh, I love the game, Steve. Well, I don't, but we're going to play it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you out 
some Mail Online headlines. You have to try and guess. I'm going to X out who the, the person is they're talking about. You have to try and guess who they are. And I'll give you some clues okay. from the comments and we'll see if you can get it. Right, so oh, first one. Be fun. Love Island's X reveals he plans to propose to his girlfriend X sooner than you think in candid Q&A. Okay. Any idea? Do you want the first comment? Uh, any idea? Uh, I'll take the first comment, please, Steve. First comment. I feel like we're on countdown. I'm off. I'll have a veil, please, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> uh, isn't a proposal meant to be a surprise, or is this just their way to get their followers hyped up? Ooh. Shade. I might have to have a second clue, I'm afraid. Secondly, getting married at 21, that makes sense. So they're young. Well, so they're young. young. Love Island. Getting their followers up. I want to think of that age group of Love Islanders. Um, is there a third comment? There is a third one. This, this should give it away. If, if you don't know this, you might not know who they are. Um, okay. He punches people for a living and she promotes throwaway fashion. Ah, oh, Tommy Fury and Molly May. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you got it. I mean, it couldn't. Be, I was, I was getting a bit worried. You might not have, you might not know who they were at that point. But okay, good. We got that. You got that one. Second one. Okay. Ooh. Shirtless X crashes his dad's ex live interview as he strolls into shop before darting off after realizing he's been caught on camera. Jamie Redknapp crashes Harry Redknapp's interview. Wow, well done. Oh, you knew that one, didn't you? Shirtless man. Yeah. yeah, right, okay. Not even, not Jamie even. Jamie Redknapp, even... shirtless. <laughs> I've always found Jamie Redknapp, I don't know, he is obviously handsome, but I just don't find him attractive. I don't, I don't know if I can really? explain that. Yeah. I don't know no, what it is. joking. <laughs> what? <laughs> Madness. <laughs> Love a bit of Jamie. Okay, let's try another one before, uh, hopefully before Ellie gets here. X continues to shed light on her sizzling sex life Ooh. with X as she gives a nod to kinky preferences and liking it rough in very racy post. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm going to need a clue, please, Steve. <laughs> clue number one. Her kids are going to go on the internet one day. Her kids are going to go on the internet one day that's making me think the kids are young and they're not at an age where they can go on the internet mm -hmm. not that that whittles it down much because <laughs> there's probably a lot of young kids out there second comment please both act your age woman you're 42 not 21 42 and the headline was what so he's saying about x continues to shed light on her sizzling sex life with x as she gives a nod to kinky preferences and liking it rough in very racy posts. i mean that is very racy because of the hate, I feel really like conscious of, of getting the wrong person if I if I guess. Right, I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more, and I reckon this might give it away. Yeah. Jesus, this entire family is garbage. Here, I thought she was the more normal one. Is this um, family's garbage? Is this the Kardashian clan? Yes, it is. Um, Okey dokey. Kids are gonna go on the new. Not to her sex life, but it can't be Kim. <laughs> no. I'm guessing because of the Kanye sitch. Yeah. Could it possibly... Is it going to be Chloe or is it going to be Courtney? In fact, it's kids. Chloe's only got one. I'm going to say Courtney. 
Courtney Kardashian, well done. And Travis Barker, yeah, the guy from Blink-182. There was some weird, like, finger-sucking video that was posted, I think I saw. I don't know, the whole thing is a bit bizarre. Oh, she was sucking his finger. Yeah, I think. I don't think I've misread that. Um, (laughs) I hope it was her and not something else I've seen online. (laughs) (laughs) So you opened on that OnlyFans (laughs) if (laughs) you I shall pass no comment. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've got the lovely anyway in. Oh, we do. Let's get her in. (laughs) Lovely little seg in. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. Ellie Gargis. Hello. Wait, who's that? It's Bobby Bobby Norris. (laughs) Oh, get the fuck. Hi. Oh, my God. Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you. How are you doing, Ellie Babes? Fucking hell. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. Jesus I wasn't expecting you. Oh, thank you. I wasn't expecting you. Oh, my goodness. I should have dressed up for the occasion. <laughs> How okay, are you? Oh, I'm all right. I, yeah, okay, okay. I've just finished tour, like, literally yesterday, um, which was quite torturous, but I had a lovely night off in Manchester, and I met a lovely little sauce. So I'm feeling good, you know, feeling good. Wow. Oh, okay. So, 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 tell us about how how life has been since uh, since it's all uh, well since Drag Race UK has come to an end. I mean, other than being in the middle of a pandemic, everything's been fine. Like it's been all right. The money has been okay. It's been slow, but it's been all right. Um, it was just like a shame that like it's sort of in the middle of all this. We can't really go out and like meet the fandom or like really do anything. But like slowly but surely, things will get back to normal. I'm sure. This time next year, we'll all be in Barbados with like our cocktails, just being like, oh, remember when season two came out in the middle of the pandemic? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think actually probably season two was made all the more iconic because of the big break that you had in the middle, right? Oh my goodness. Well, literally, I mean, I say this to everyone who asked me about this and I was just go, well, yeah, like if it wasn't for that, I would probably not made it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I know, by the, the skin of my teeth, nail badges, but you know what, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> and how have you found um, the reaction from the public, and like you say, since the show's aired and you've watched it all now? I mean, after, like, everything or whatever's came out, like, obviously there's been some really good, great, amazing moments and stuff like that, then there's obviously some stuff that's, like, um, I've been a bit more, like, hard to deal with. I mean, my reaction's been amazing. Like, I've, I've never... And I don't really care for like hate comments anyways. Like folk get really emotional or like get really worked up over hate comments. I don't care. Like unless it's someone I genuinely have a lot of respect for. If you, if someone's like, oh, I don't like you, I would bawl my eyes out. But then like, if you're like, oh, I don't like you, you should die. I'll be like, oh, I don't know who you are. Block. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really, like, I really just, don't, it doesn't affect me at all. So yeah, I've had hate comments being like, oh, are you? Blah, running order. Blah, 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 blah. But like, it doesn't affect me. I don't really care. So it didn't, really, it didn't take me to heart. Do you know what I mean? So um, no, but everything's been fine. And the fans, like the people that do support you are like, the best supporters ever like there's like the first on every single tweet first to book a cameo first to buy new merch but they're always like the like best there and then like going on tour the past like week or whatever like getting to see those faces that you recognize from social media is like really really nice yeah obviously you were quite open in in the show talking about uh you know your your home situation your money situation and and how basically you struggled to make money doing drag in scotland yeah. I'm assuming that since you've done, well, not right now, because obviously, you know, gigs can't be what they were. 
<laughs> what they were a year ago. I'm assuming that things are different for you now. Is, uh, do you, has, it, has it managed to lift you up and help you in that way yet? Or are you still waiting for that moment? In, in some sense, yes. Like I'm able to like just go out to Asus and buy what I would like with like, in, you know what I mean? Like Asus, but yeah. not Prada or Gucci or you know, none of the bigger things yet. Um, but it's certainly like, it's certainly been a bit of a, oh, okay. Like I, there's something here now that I can make money from quite quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I could post, I'm doing cameos and make about like whatever amount in one night just by sitting in my room and being like, hi yeah do you know what I mean like yeah. that's yeah um so yeah it's, it's better now but um it certainly helped a lot because of that you know and do you think after we really see the full restrictions lifted and hopefully Miss Rona is a thing of the past will you always be based in Scotland or could you ever see yourself kind of like moving to London or leaving the so- city Someone asked me that quite recently while I was on tour and I didn't have an answer for it because I was like, mm, I was like, I like Scotland. Like, I do want to stay in, I do want to stay in Scotland. Uh, but then I went on tour and I'd seen Manchester and I swear to God when I said I like, have fallen, fallen head over heels for Manchester, like I want to move to Manchester tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? The money's not there to do that, but I would <laughs> absolutely, if it, if, it, if it was feasible to do that, I would do it straight away. Um, I really do like Manchester. So right now the goal is to move to Manchester, but that will be for a couple of years. <laughs> There's plenty of time, babes. Plenty no of time. Rush. And that's the thing as well, was like, I'm just sort of taking each day as it comes, each sort of paycheck as it is, and then just sort of like seeing how it is. And if, I, if, I, if the moment's right, the moment's right. If it's not, it's not. So whatever, do you know? I guess that's kind of the like you kind of you alluded to uh, with with the Scottish drag scene is that it's it's small it's very small there yeah. are the, there aren't that many clubs um, or there are but you know there's not there's not necessarily much choice is there so you know you there might be one club in each city if you go to somewhere like Manchester you can really earn a living there's there. like five in one street exactly you know I mean? yeah. Like, yeah so I mean yeah there, and I, there was I you've probably seen it this this kind of interesting article going around from Vice about um, about the amount of money that it costs to do drag race. Um, obviously you, like I said, have been quite open about that. Have you read it? And did you did you see what people were saying about how it was costing tens of thousands of pounds to do the show? I mean, I haven't I haven't read the article, but like I was speaking to some of the queens that were on the tour with me and I was like, how much did you spend on the show? And they told me, I literally like draw dropping, being like, oh my God, like absolutely not. Like, I mean, going on to the show, I didn't have a big budget. You know, I didn't have money to just throw on a crap ton of drag. So mm. I was just like, I'll just make everything myself and I'll just get like a loan from the fabric shop. Do you know right. what I mean? And then I just did everything like that. But then, like, and you looked incredible for it for for oh. for a tight budget. I mean, Christ! <laughs> like, I mean, like, it's just it was like days on end. Like, still working in the drive-through doing night shift because I changed to night shift at that time. So I was doing night shift, coming home, sleeping for an hour, staying up to do costumes, and then going back to work. And I literally done it for like three weeks, and then left for the show. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, yeah, you you worked hard and you deserve your success. I think that's the most important thing, really. Oh, thank you. But like, I mean, some of the queens like spend like loads and loads of money. Like, I know some queens just spend like up to like, as you said, tens to thousands of pounds. And I was just like, I just it wouldn't be me. Wouldn't be me. Like, I love money. I love money too much to you know, go spending it on like a, a costume I'm going to wear one time on a runway. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Who knows? And like I say, the fact that you can 
get the materials and do things yourself and still do so well says <laughs> says it all that you don't need to go and spend tens of thousands of pounds on wigs and frocks when as long as you've got a few yeah. sewing skills you can do yourself do you know what i mean literally it's incredible and like you really you, that's i keep everyone who asks oh you know how do i start doing drag like want to start doing drag or whatever i'm like please don't go spending money please don't go spending money like this this foundation is seven pounds it's from revolution and it's the one i've used for quite a while now and it's so cheap and it's great full coverage does the job but it's like don't spend money learn the art form and learn how to do drag and then so then so then if you if you do in years later get a wig style like this wig wasn't styled by me i done this wig myself but i knew how to fix it when it was broken do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i had done hair before so it's like those skills are easy to acquire if you really have a true love for the passion art form of drag because uh, it should just come naturally do you know and can I just say, for a foundie that's seven quid, it just goes, look, you're contoured yeah, to the gods. You look amazing. So it doesn't <laughs> matter how much your foundation, your bronzer. Do you know what I mean? So you've just got to do yeah, And that is artistry, isn't it? What you do there to your face, like, is, that's just incredible. Oh, my God, we need to get together. I'll do your makeup one time. I'll give you all of it. Give Let's you all of do it. it. What would my drag name be? Eh. Uh, oh, eh. Uh, do you know why the first thing that came into my head was Big Bob? I mean, that's like the worst. <laughs> that's what Lady Bunny's wigs look like, just a big bob. <laughs> oh my God, they do. Good shout, yeah. Oh yeah, that could be your thing. You just have a big bob, like a big, um, big and a we'll winter we'll bob. Just take, we'll just take the bang and we'll just put it like that and then just do lips and bob. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God, I'd be saying Just anyway, lips and veneers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most Essex drag queen yeah. of all. More Essex yeah. than Cheryl Hole. I think she might be fuming at that, actually, if we said that. <laughs> Mega fucking fuming. <laughs> so what are you hoping for, like, next, then? Obviously, you mentioned the tour. Have you got any gigs coming up now that, you know, that you can do gigs outside, maybe, and things like that? What's Literally, the so me and another queen from season two have a, like, and that's, yeah, I have a lovely, lovely tour coming in the summer, which I'm very okay. excited about. And then I, I'm doing Panto. I'm doing Panto this year, which has been, like, a dream to do to more stage shows because I used to do uh, panto and theatre and musical theatre like plays and years ago and then drag sort of took over I sort of just lost my connection to that so I'm glad that I'm like able to still do drag and find that other connection and put the two together so I'm excited for panto that's going to be fun we start rehearsals in September I think so still a wee bit away and then obviously the the season one season one the season two tour at the beginning of next year, which is going to be Yeah, oh fun. my God. The tickets sold out for that in like 10 seconds. All my friends were like trying to get them and they, they would have gone. Literally. I mean, like, but I mean, season two was iconic, I think. And it was, and you know, a lot of people are saying that uh, it was better than the American series this this time round. What, what have you made? People have been, do you think it'll be able to live up to that, the third series? And, and, and what did you make when you watched it back? You're so shady. I'm just saying, babes. I'm only saying what the others, what comments are saying. This is from a drag queen. You're calling me shady. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. No, I mean, like anyone who goes on Drag Race, their season's the best season. So therefore, like, yeah, our season's great. Like, it's great. It's the best season ever because I was on it. So it's like obviously going to be the best season. But like, the fandom has just been so. 
amazing to create this uh, season two, like blow up or whatever I kind of I would want to call it. But like, mm. I love the American season. I just think it's just gone on for so long. Mm. Like we like had like what it was the grand finale or whatever, and then there was still two more episodes. And I was like, oh my goodness, we've gone on too, so 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 long. But all the queens on that show is fabulous. Like Tamisha oh, yeah. Aman, Tamisha Aman, Rosie from Scotland as well. I was like, yes, some more some more Scotland representation. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And then I'll be, what was it? The uh, season three. So season three, um, no idea when the hell that's happening. I've not got a Scooby, so don't ask. But like, um, I mean, they've got a lot to live up for, certainly. So good luck Certainly if there's any folks. Scottish queens, seeing as there was two two Scottish finalists and a Scottish winner. I mean, they got two of the best. Who else are going to put on? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I see rumours. Apparently the third one could have already been filmed already. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> Could have possibly comment. Got it. She says swigging the, the, the H2O. Yeah. <laughs> what would your advice be to any future queens that might be taking part in series three or four? Uh, oh, don't apply. Don't apply if you don't know who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're still trying like I didn't I didn't know who I was season one when they came about. I didn't apply for season one. I was not in the right headspace. I thought to myself, I was like, okay, if I get on this show, that's it. You can't say no. Do you know what I mean? Well I mean, you can, but they're not gonna get you back, Jenny, you know because yeah. you said no. Um so I was like, I won't apply because my mental mind and like everything is just not ready yet. Um go into drag race knowing that you're going to get on. Do you know what I mean? So I was season two came about, I went, cool. If I apply, I'm going to get on. I'm confident in the audition tape. I, I'm quite a confident person anyways. Not a bad thing. It's just something that you need to go on that show having. Yeah. Um, and, and then I got on and I was like, oh shit, wait, hold on. <laughs> I was like, hey, okay, here we go. And there you are sewing into the, into the early hours of the morning. And it, yeah. yeah. Once you've taught me how to bake my face to perfection like you, who knows, I might apply. I'll get them wigs out of the cage. Why are you not a judge? This I'd is the question. I'd love to be a judge. If I you're listening, bro. On the snatch game, I need to see that. Need uh, to see it. It's got a wrap in it. Oh, yeah, they had Gemma as a judge on the, on the last series. What's up, him? DM Ro and say that I know the, the perfect boy for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ro. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Oh, he's hung up. He's hung up. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't imagine he's taking calls from every queen that he's seen on the series because it'd be a busy, busy <laughs> man. <laughs> um, well, uh, Ellie, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Really appreciate it. And, um, and best of luck with all everything that's coming up. Finally, you'll be able to, to get out there again. To do things, to do things. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I was like, oh my God, is that Bobby? I was like, hey, what's going on there? <laughs> hello, hello. Babe, I, thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I'm going to go have some chicken nuggets. Oh, treat yourself. Oh, yeah. What do you have? Ketchup or sweet and sour? Curry. Oh. Oh, do you? She's oh, a real Scottish queen, that sour. one. Yeah, she's nice. a real Scottish queen. No message. <laughs> you enjoy... Nine or twenty, I sometimes like a twenty decal. Forty, isn't it? Get out of your own art. You go get that chicken. <laughs> Stay well, thank safe, you so much, Jenny. Him. Lovely to meet bye, you. Thanks so much. Bye bye bye. bye. Oh. I could hundred percent see you as a as a judge on on Drag Race, Bob. I think it could happen. I, I'd love it. Do you know what? It one day it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I, I can feel it in the gallbladder. It's, it's, <laughs> of all exactly, places, it's got lovely. Of all places, you know what, Ro? 
Rowan BBC, you ain't even got to pay me. This one's on me. <laughs> no You'll tell them any time of the day or night. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I just think it's one of them things you've got to tick off the list, don't you? 100%. Iconic, iconic. Hey, Bob. What a lovely show. What yeah, a lovely Bob. show we've had uh, today. Yeah, definitely. And um, uh, yeah, great to have Brooke and Beth on, who were both great chatters, and Ellie as well. Very, she obviously hadn't read her brief when she signed up and it said, you know, with Bobby Norris. She was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> uh, no, great show. Best, and a lovely little game thrown in there. Love that you got all creative. <sighs> yeah, yeah, great, great stuff. Thanks, producer George, for throwing <laughs> that one at me at the last minute. Um, uh, what have you got coming up this week, Bob? Anything exciting? A bit more filming? Uh, yeah, more filming. Um, more gym. More Nando's. More, gym, more walks. <laughs> yeah, another Nando's if I can. Well, I'm absolutely going to. I can. It's open, <laughs> you can. Right? You can. Out. This is it. Yeah, we're doing it. How about yourself? More rowing? More rowing this weekend. Got a bit of a race on Sunday amongst us that have oh, been in the training. Boat. Yeah, in the boat. A uh, little oh. 2K race. Um, yeah, and uh, nice to just... Be normal, like we said. Lots of catching up to do, I bet. Oh, it'd be Indeed. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah, great stuff. Until, until next week then, Bob. Uh, goodbye. Bye, Steve. Bye, guys. Stay safe.